0: We're back. We are back. (laughs) It's true. (sighs) (sighs) October is done. Isn't that weird? Don't want to think about it. (laughs) I mean, I guess I'd rather time be moving
1: fast than move slow.
0: Why? Because it's
1: fun. We're moving. We're grooving. We're getting through the year.
0: Why would you want time to move fast ever? It's almost
1: Christmas. But
0: then, like... You're suddenly like, oh, I'm 90 million years old. If <laughs> I, time just continuously moves as fast as it's been moving, I'm, which is I, so fast. No,
1: I would rather that than be like, oh, another day. Like it's just like, no, we're moving through. We're getting through. Getting through it. Getting to Christmas, darling. But then, I bought my ticket home for Christmas. Oh, did you? Boy. I have to do that. Oh, it was so cheap too. I'm going home December 15th. So early. Oh, damn. Good I for know. you. Bitch. I know it's going to be good because we don't have a complete plan, but I might be going to Chicago. Uh, for Jackson's extended family thing, if they're cool with the whole, you know, COVID still being a thing thing. And uh, we might leave, like, the day after Christmas. And so if we do that, I want to, like, have a good amount of time in Atlanta. A good of time, it's especially
0: because my... it's your first time back in... Uh, oh, it's not your first nah. time back in Atlanta, but your first time back in Atlanta for Christmas. For sure. Because and last year you did not. I did not. I was... Can you believe I was in that apartment? I, I don't know what you did. <laughs> I have no idea
1: what the hell you did. I anywhere. watched The Real Housewives of Potomac Reunions in Salt Lake City and...
0: nothing. I weep for you. I mean, I also (laughs) did nothing when I went to Jersey, but at least I was like, with my family. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, it must have been nice. (laughs) Anyway...
1: Welcome back to the two game Mats podcast. It's Matt Palmer. And it's Matt Steele. And we're back again another week, another podcast, another night with Matt
0: Steele. I know I'm back in Matt Palmer's apartment. and Every time I come to your apartment, <laughs> there's something new right now. He has these beautiful pink curtains. Yes. I feel like, have you ever seen that viral video of that lady from like Rhode Island or something talking about the curtains? She they're, It's like outtakes from a, a curtains commercial. Oh, I have and not she, seen that. And she's talking about this curtain store that she likes. And she's like, at these prices, these gorgeous curtains for this quality. <laughs> oh, I'm telling. Totally and you, you gotta come here for your curtains. It's and she's brilliant. And is she serious? Like oh, is she 100 percent genuine? Wow. She's like, every holiday I get new curtains. And mom just got curtains everywhere. I love
1: her already. Oh, she's amazing. Well, yes, things are evolving in the home. We're trying to get it, you know, make the house a home, as they say. Matt Steele. Yes. How was your week?
0: My week was nice. Yeah. So Tuesday. Oh,
1: to you. We're going all the way back.
0: We're going we're going to the Liquid U Tuesday. Yes. Um, I got my booster shot. I'm so jealous. I did. I went Good to a, a CVS at six o'clock, mm. got a booster shot in my right arm and uh, a flu vaccine in my left arm. Yes. Uh, and then Wednesday and Thursday, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you're feeling it. I was like, okay. All right. Um, and it was, you know, it wasn't like bad. I could still function. I could still do things. Yeah. Uh, did I want to be functioning? Not really. It like no. It, it kind of felt... I felt kind of similar to how I felt after the second shot, Mm. uh, except it was for a shorter period of time. Okay. And um, it didn't, I didn't have the excitement of, ooh, I just got vaccinated on top of it. Like, (laughs) after the second shot, like, I was in a little bit of pain and a little bit of fatigue. Yeah. But I was like, but fuck yeah, it hurts so good. (laughs) I (laughs) love this, you know, and I was so excited. This time I was just like, oh, this just sucks this just hurts yeah <laughs> this I, just sucks my
1: first vaccination shot was so much worse than my second for me like That's i so was weird. like immediately wanting to fall asleep i was just like oh i'm ready for bed and it's 3 p.m like i don't know what i'm doing and the second shot i was like oh this is fine Interesting. Yeah. did we
0: both get pfizer uh, we both got Pfizer okay. Yeah Alright Guess we just have Different bodies We just have our bodies React differently oh. To different things isn't Science it, is amazing Isn't, isn't, isn't it magical it? it really is How it happens Yes Just nuts Yeah And so then I don't know I just worked The rest of the day Any
1: Halloween updates
0: For the people Oh you know I just came back From my friend Megan's She had a little Halloween thing I'm sitting here now In a Snoopy sweatshirt And yes. some Snoopy socks because Yes Because you know I uh, notoriously do not Dress up for Halloween of because course I'm, Not because I don't Like Halloween But because I am lazy Yes And so <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) So They were like Oh we're having a Halloween thing And my friend Megan And her husband were like Oh we're gonna be Snoopy Or we're gonna be uh, Lucy And Schroeder Mm. From you know The Peanuts gang And everything And my one friend Lauren Was like oh I'm gonna be Sally And I was like I have a Snoopy shirt mm. So I'm not dressed as Snoopy But I still went with the theme
1: Yeah, that's good for, and I think that is more than anyone can ask Especially of you on a Halloween event Yes, True exactly
0: life. So, I don't know, I had a nice time I did what I always do at a party And that's park myself right in front of the bowl of pretzels <laughs> And <laughs> wait for someone to talk to me As I just eat the entire bowl of pretzels Hey, that is your move yeah. you know? Everyone's and I, got their something I talked to a lot of great people good. I talked to the girl who was a camp director And we talked about the show Bug Juice, oh, yes. We talked about it for literally two hours. You know where I
1: read it? I mean, this will come up later, but I'm reading. Uh, I actually just finished reading The Housewives. Uh, not all Di- It's not all diamonds and rosé book, which is kind of like an expose on The Housewives written by Dave Quinn. It's basically like interviews with all these housewives cut together to tell the story of the show. And one of the first producers on Real Housewives, like a replacement producer, they were like, he's perfect because he was on Bug Juice. He was a producer of oh my god, juice, like I was like weren't juice I was
0: like whoa whoa but whoa. But I was like,
1: no one in life has ever mentioned bug juice to me except for you all the time, and so I was like, oh, I guess this was a big deal it's for baseball. It's
0: a truly iconic. Television I mean, show Yeah And well, other than that It's been a lot of Listening to Bjork <laughs> Yes we are about To do a Bjork review For yes. if Ruben is out there Listening yes. Don't worry We're reviewing it Ruben It's true we
1: are Yeah uh, Yeah I didn't have time Today to listen to Bjork So we're not filming that Tonight but it will be filmed I uh this weekend
0: You're gonna need to Listen to it a couple times
1: I know Yeah I've it's, started it's, it a couple times
0: Because And I'm like
1: taking Physical notes oh, I'm like it's a. Uh, an experience. It's an experience. Yes.
0: Yeah, you have to. Like there, it this is art. Here. Absolutely. It is high art. It art is not is like happening. I listened
1: to it once. I got it. Like, I'll give you my it's feeling. It's
0: a bop. No. It's like, oh no, you gotta, you gotta really you gotta deep, deep,
1: dive. deep yes. dive. That's why I was like, I can't fake this
0: through. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I can't
1: do like a half listen. So yes, so that's coming. Um for me this week. Uh, I don't know that I don't remember what I did during the week but Janie our friend and podcast you know she's been a guest before she's back in town uh, for good I believe she's back from New York and uh, back in LA and we're basically neighbors now I believe she lives like a good seven minute drive away from me so we on Friday she came over we got uh, dinner around here uh, she Jackson and I and then uh, Janie and I went to a concert of a band that I don't know anything about they're called Jungle I went because Janie was like I have to go I love them so much and I don't know any jungle people out here and I was like all right whatever i'll go she paid for my ticket we drank some wine and i was like hey they've got some baselines we like all right (laughs) (laughs) so that was friday and then uh saturday uh jackson's old neighbor judy she came over and uh, we carved some pumpkins and showed her the apartment and that was very fun and then today we uh went to the screening of nightmare before christmas uh wait is that what it's called? Nightmare <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Before I don't know. You're the one that—that's the movie, right? <laughs> yes. The one with
1: the skeleton and animation. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes. <Okay.
0: laughs>
1: yes. we saw that, and it was a live uh, event at the Bank of California. Uh, Coliseum or arena It's right by USC And uh, Billie
0: Eilish Sang the part of Sally I remember that They were uh, promoting that They were like Billie Eilish yes. Will perform The role of like Sing Sally's song Yes Formerly sung by Catherine O'Hara
1: I know Which is crazy <laughs> yeah. And she sounded Beautiful and brilliant And like did a lovely job But I was like Man how much did she get paid to sing a very easy song, An easy, <laughs> short. And the thing is so short, she, it was like not her normal register. So she was going a little higher than she does. But like she could do that in her fucking sleep.
0: And she must have
1: gotten paid over a million dollars.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's when just- I when I saw them promoting, she was singing this for one night. And I was just like, she's probably going to make over a million dollars to sing and a beautiful song, yes. but like very simple, yes. very easy, yes. and just stand there and sing yes. it. And it'll be two minutes long. Yes. And if went that.
1: Crazy when she came out. Of
0: course. And I fe- almost. Shockingly great casting. Actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: It was very, very made sense. And she looked great and sounded beautiful. And it was, you know, I got to see Billie Eilish live one way or another. So that was a nice thing. I just was like, the since moving, the most socially busy weekend we have had, and which has been kind of nice, but also kind of like, Oh, I'm drained. <laughs> you know? It's
0: hard when you're so popular. It's really hard being popular. And you have a mansion to show people. I know
1: the mansion. The thing is the people are gonna see this mansion one day and be like, girl <laughs> And I'm like, all right, I didn't say that. Um so should we dive into news for idiots?
0: I guess I'm looking around and your iPad is in anywhere. Inside. I know, because you know Oh no, is there when, another hex?
1: No, there isn't another hex, but I you know, since I went to this concert, we went at six o'clock, but like Jackson's family He has nieces They came over to trick or treat At four o'clock To four fifteen And I was like okay Then they're all gonna leave And then we're gonna go to the concert But no Our place was the meeting spot Which we didn't know And so Jackson's parents came here And like his extended family So we all I We basically had to entertain them Before we just went directly there And so while I was You know waiting for Billie Eilish To come on I was like okay I'm gonna have to do this on my phone
0: <laughs> Okay So all the news is on that All phone the news is on my the, phone So the we'll see how this iPad Yes we'll see how it goes Okay um,
1: there's a bigger story this week. There always is, but I'd like to start with something positive. Okay. I don't like starting with negative stories. It just no. makes me sad to hear that Cal Penn's gay. Uh,
0: who's Cal Penn?
1: Cal Penn is Harold and Kumar with John, uh, Cho. uh, and he used to work in the Obama White House.
0: Wait, Cal Penn, he plays Kumar? Yeah. I always thought he was cute. Wow. Well, oh, my <laughs> God.
1: He today announced that he is engaged to fiance Josh. Oh, he's taken. Don't never. care anymore. <laughs> you could steal him. It's fiance, not husband, girl. You still got some time.
0: All right. How do I make this happen? I don't
1: know. But yeah.
0: He's I mean, I don't want to hurt his fiance's feelings. I'm sure his fiance is very nice.
1: I mean, I read a story about the fiance and on their first date. Apparently, the fiance watched NASCAR. So,
0: Calpan, I wouldn't do that. <laughs>
1: so, whatever. I'm just excited. This is very cool. I think it's very unexpected. He came out later in life, and they've been together for 11 years. Damn. And it's so strange because it's like it's basically like I would go out with Josh, and if fans or people asked who he was, I would say who he was, and like just no one ever like made it a whole thing. And wow. so he's putting out this memoir, and he's talking about his relationship, and he's basically like you know, my family and my partner are kind of private people. Like, that's the only reason I haven't said this sooner. Uh, but yeah, this is just me telling my story. My story is I've been in a long-term relationship with Josh for eleven years, I lo- and it's beautiful.
0: I love that, yeah, like because Harold and Kumar is such a like a bro movie, exactly. <laughs> you know? exactly. I love that one of the bros is gay. It's I remember because Neil Patrick Harris, the, the movie was out before Neil Patrick Harris made his like coming out, but everyone was the, it really? It, it was, but That's everyone shocking. in the musical theater community always knew Neil Patrick Harris was gay, um, and so I remember seeing Neil Patrick Harris in. The movie and being like, wow, like there's like a gay guy in this bro movie, mm-hmm. but like no one knew at this point that Neil yeah, Patrick yeah. Harris was gay, but I was still excited about it. But it's like, oh, wait, no. There were two. Wow.
1: Then there were too I love this. I know. I'm Good very excited. Him. I think it's just a really sweet, positive news story. And we're happy for Cal Penn and happy for Josh. And, you know, if Matt Steele steals Cal, Cal Penn from, or yeah, if he steals him from you, like, sorry.
0: Sorry, Josh. <laughs> sorry, Josh. <laughs> sorry <laughs> Josh. You know, sorry, we Josh. wish you all the
1: best so
0: <laughs> did you
1: see the headline uh did you see yeah. okay alright we talked about this if you were a patron uh, of a certain you know caliber and you came to our zoom hang on uh, last Thursday then we've chatted about this a bit as the story was unfolding Zayn Malik has allegedly struck Gigi Hadid's mother Yolanda Hadid real housewife of Beverly Hill alum Uh, And they were some sort of physical altercation that occurred. I believe while Gigi wasn't there. And it had something to do with their child Kai, I imagine. It just is so insane. And uh, TMZ reported this. And I guess, you know... Zane is assuming that Yolanda leaked this story. He re- met, he responded to this on like an Instagram post. Of course, family matters aren't thrown on the world stage for all to poke and pick apart. In an effort to protect that space for her, I agreed not to uh, to not contest claims arising from an argument I had with a family member of my partner's, who's entered our home while my partner was away several weeks ago. This was and still should be a private matter, but it seems for now uh, there is divisiveness. And despite my efforts to resort to, to a peaceful family environment, that will allow me to co-parent my daughter in a manner that in which she deserves. This has been quote-unquote leaked to the press. I am hopeful, uh, though, for healing, for all involved, blah, 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 blah,
0: it's, what What? I, like, I don't know. What
1: in the... Like, what could even make this make sense. Like, what is the story in which there is a physical altercation
0: with your partner's mother? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is this about? she, I guess, just like barged into their place and he didn't want that. So were he and Gigi Hadid still together when this happened? I would assume they were together. They're not together now.
1: Of course not. (laughs) I would assume they were together when this happened. Jeez. And even though he said that uh, he said, pled no contest to everything he did. He was charged... uh, One official doc says that he did plead guilty to one. Uh, Other docs show he pled no contest. So there is a rumor that he... Did plead guilty to one of the four criminal offenses that he was charged with of harassment.
0: What's the difference between guilty and no contest?
1: I believe no contest is not admitting your guilt and saying that like there's something can be reached. I'm not a fucking lawyer, bitch, but (laughs) but but it's like to say you're guilty is like yeah, I fucking did it. Yeah, and just like give me the sentence. No contest is a little different, and I think there's a way to like make a deal within that. Okay. Um. So we're seeing what happens there. They of course broke up. And I just, he also supposedly has been dropped by his record label, RCA, and has lose, lost lucrative endorsements, allegedly. I mean, it's a label, supposedly. Uh, and this is from Des Moines, so you never know how true that all of these are. But there are multiple reports about him being dropped. His the record label weren't the only people to drop him today. His management and some upcoming partnerships and brand deals have also pulled the plug from sponsoring Zane. He had another big poc- partnership with a luxury clothing brand. But they uh recently pulled out and advised others to do the same. It's just like I mean, but how do you come back from that? I have no clue. It's not yeah. even strike like you're striking a woman who is the mother of your partner or yeah. former your ex girlfriend now, ex fiance, whatever they were. This guy, I realize he has his demons. He has his like um, you know, I, I hear he has anxiety and like that's why he has issues performing every once in a while. But he clearly has a fucking mean streak, allegedly. He just Seems like an asshole. And I mean, I'm... Again, allegedly, from all of the stories that have piled up over the years, and this being the largest one, it's like, he seems like someone who cannot control his anger, and maybe he has been to anger management, but he needs to go back. And I... Also I'm just so sick And we were on the uh, Zoom call And our friend Montana Was telling us
0: That the trending topic Was like We stand with Zane Oh all the Zane stands, Like blindly Supporting him And it's like You don't know The details of the like like, Details of how this happened Have not come out No So how do you know you stand with Zayn yet? And if you, know? you are
1: going to knee jerk support anyone in this situation, shouldn't it be Yolanda? Yeah, like David? the person
0: who got hit. Yeah, exactly. Or struck, whatever.
1: Allegedly, what all, whatever that means. Yeah. It's just why, why? It's just like why, why can't you just like be cool, dude? Like your life. You got handed a lot on a silver platter. You were in one of the most successful boy bands of all time. You have a face that, you know, could be a face of a luxury model brand if you weren't a piece of shit all the time. It's just bonkers to me. But, you know, I guess we wish the best for, uh, you know, their daughter. And I know that's the saddest that part the sad of the part. whole
0: thing. It's like
1: the fact that they have a daughter together and, like, this is, she's like one year old now. And, yeah. like, this is the family dynamic at this moment is just sad. Yeah. It's just sad. So I hope he gets the help he needs I hope he you know Realizes with the consequences that are handled, Handed to him that he's not being cancelled But that he's facing repercussions for his actions And I hope you know, The family heals and that child Doesn't remember this well, <laughs> I mean you remember it at one But you, you don't remember the reverberation Exactly startling. yeah So we'll see Um, What's next what's next I mean in more positive news supposedly Tom Holland and Zendaya might be engaged
0: I didn't know they were dating. You didn't know they were dating? No. (laughs) I truly didn't. Really? How long have they been dating? Years. Really? I feel like
1: maybe they broke up momentarily and she was dating a co-star of hers on Euphoria. Is there a tall white man on Euphoria? There's a
0: white man. I believe- I, I would assume he's tall. Jacob-
1: Eldori or something I believe she was dating him but before that and now she is dating Tom Holland
0: maybe it's because I I still I've never seen a movie with Tom Holland in it so I don't like follow him fully and I never saw anything with Zendaya in it until Euphoria Mm. um and so I guess when they they started dating I wasn't following either of their careers so I didn't know yeah um but now that I know Zendaya a little bit I'd like to know who she's dating, (laughs) and I guess it's Tom Holland. It's Tom Holland,
1: (laughs) and supposedly they might be engaged. I think it's just exciting when... People who seem kind and seem like, you know, good things are happening for them and they seem like good people and they also look like that. Get together. It's a win for all of That's us. That's great. You know,
0: I'm sure it'll be a lovely wedding. Yes. if, if They are, in fact, engaged. Yes. If we the, support marriage here on Two Game. We do. You know, if people want to get married, they should. They should. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a brave stance, but we got to take it. Yeah, <laughs> Marriage know? equality, guys. Yes. Straight people should get married. They, if they should. Want to. If if, only if they want to. A, yeah. If they're consenting adults. Which in my head Tom Holland is still like seventeen, but (laughs) (laughs) He does
1: still look like that.
0: How old are they?
1: I think they're early twenty. They can't be older than what? Twenty
0: five? They can't be. That's max. Yeah.
1: I actually don't think I've seen either of them act in anything now that you say it. I loved Zendaya's single replay though.
0: She had a single She had a single. Zandaya was someone who, um, for years, she was famous. Yes. And I was just like, but what has she been in? Like, it I was don't the know Disney
1: Channel show. She was in a show called Shake It Up, I think, with a girl named Bella Thorne. I remember
0: hearing about Shake It Up. And
1: she was one of the two leads. I and didn't know that. Okay. So then between that and like movie stardom, she was trying to pursue a music career. Okay. And she's kind of uh, had a song called Replay, which like, if you remember Cassie's Me and You from back in the day, it kind of was like an updated Cassie kind of sound. Which
0: Cassie? Was like, remember Cassie? No. Oh. Um, uh-huh. This is like a two game at's episode where I have no clue what is happening. You don't, don't know the, the, the actor's name up, in Harold not, and Kumar. Don't waiting. know Cassie. Don't know nothing about Tom Hollander's and Daya. <laughs> Thinking about making that move? Nah. Not Oh, it's great. She was like, it
1: mean, was she like a little bit of a knock. Like if Sierra sang fewer notes in her songs, which is <laughs> impressive. <laughs> Because for a while Sierra was really doing a one note wonder. Mm-hmm. And I love I mean goodies and one two step are excellent, so who needs multiple notes? No. But you know, Cassie had a similar thing. Isn't Diet has a similar thing and that song was good okay so i challenge us all to listen to zendaya street play
0: this is i am learning so much this episode i know people if you're a first-time listener they're probably just like matt Steele. why is he co-hosting a podcast if he's so not knowledgeable about anything he
1: knows things hey bet you heard Kristen chenoweth was also engaged this week
0: i saw that Yes.
1: yes yes and that's good for her has she been married before I don't think so I don't know that she has Also I love the, and the, I love that The proposal picture Like he's as tall as her When he's on his one it's, it's very cute <laughs> It's, it's very so funny. cute yeah. How tall is she? Oh,
0: like, I would imagine like four eleven. Yeah. That was my maybe, thought.
1: Maybe five max. She's so cute. And she seems she also seems so kind and she's so talented. And oh, like, yeah. want good things for I've her. I always love
0: her. I think she's so immensely talented. She's such a star. I remember the first time seeing her on the Tony Awards, uh, performing as Sally Brown, uh, mm. and you're gonna be on Charlie Brown. Uh speaking of peanuts. Yeah. And I just remember being like, who is that woman? She is brilliant hey um here she is now Broadway good. legend and future wife
1: and more importantly future <laughs> wife um so in more bad news for Jesse, what's her last name <laughs> Jesse Nelson, Nelson knew that ah, one. Guys. Yes, Matt
0: know like, knows things. Jesse,
1: where? I was like, no, that's a different.
0: That's a different. <laughs> that's thing. a different
1: thing. Little Mix uh, has discussed the situation with Jesse Nelson in their latest interview with Telegraph Stella, which is out tomorrow. Basically, um, they are like, we don't want to talk about Jesse in this interview. We've dealt with it. Uh, we don't want to talk about the video. Um, we have so much to celebrate as a three. We've dealt with it in the best way we know how to, and we got each other through it. We don't talk about the video or or to be critical, but one thing that we will clarify regarding the blackfishing situation is that Jesse was approached by the group in a very friendly, educational manner. This conversation, in fact, took place before Jesse even left the band.
0: Wow.
1: So the whole thing of like, you know, they never said anything to me until afterwards, and now they're making this whole thing, like Nikki's whole argument of like, oh, they just like you just are jealous that she's solo and like you were within her in that group and never said anything it's like well we did actually
0: that's so awkward and
1: supposedly what happened is they told her on the set of the sweet melody video and she like broke down and oh, That's a, a whole, great video it's a great video for a great <laughs> song but you'll see in certain shots it's just the three of them like huh. a transition scenes, Jesse's not there.
0: Oh my God, I'm going to have to go back and look. Because she's having a breakdown. And the thing is, she had a breakdown like in the, in the like middle of shooting the, the video. Of shooting. Yes. Oh, no. And
1: the thing is, when she quit the band for supposedly mental health reasons, her thing, what she said was, oh, I didn't want them comparing me to the other uh, little mix members like size-wise, blah, blah, blah. And so it's like, wait, was it that or were you having like big white woman tears about someone being like hey you should stop doing this thing that's offensive Yeah, was it a both and like it just is if I were her when I put out my solo single I'd be wearing no bronzer mm-hmm. and like just ha- just have this completely be off the table and like strip it back and like just be your true authentic self whatever tone that may be and yeah, because um,
0: you don't want the first the, the all the media about the first thing you're releasing to right. you have some sort of controversy and, with it That's all it is. Like,
1: that's all the only thing that people are talking about. is not the song. It's the blackfishing. Then the other follow-up question in the Little Mix interview, uh, do they have anything to say about blackfishing? Capitalizing on aspects of blackness without having to endure the daily realities of the black experience is problematic and harmful to people of color, says Leanne. We think it's absolutely not okay to use harmful stereotypes. There's so much to say on that subject, and it's hard to sum up in a soundbite. Okay. Okay. So...
0: I, li- I like that Little Mix is not really like they're not they're not giving into no. the whole like feeding into the drama of it all because they know that that's what that's Jesse Jesse and wants. her team they
1: they want this big controversy just so people just so talk, people about, talk about, about it but it's like if you had the music to back it up that would be one thing like Dirty by again Dirty by Christina Aguilera. That was a big controversial song, but it also was a hit. Yeah. I mean, not on the charts, but in my heart.
0: Oh, <laughs> and yeah. I mean, it's it a was classic. a complete yeah.
1: flop on the charts, but it's a classic. We'll never forget it. It's a classic in this room. She followed it up with Beautiful, too. Yeah. So, Jesse, do you have a Beautiful right back there and locked and loaded? I think not.
0: Has Jesse sung a
1: ballad in her life? I mean, maybe in Little Mick, she sings some lines, I assume. A solo ballad? No. <laughs> she has one solo song <laughs> and Nicki Minaj is on it. Um, okay, is there anything else of note? Oh, I just thought this was funny. I'm not like a person that's like, oh, look at what the celebs did for Halloween. But Adam Rippon did dress up as Nicki Minaj's swollen testicle cousin, and that's very funny.
0: Yeah, it was a good costume.
1: <laughs> I really appreciate it. Did you see any celebrity costumes or anything that made you laugh?
0: Uh, not really.
1: I saw all of the ladies on the talk, I want to say, dressed up. Or was it the real? It's one of those view knockoffs. I can never remember when <laughs> the one talk is
0: CBS. The real is the Which one, one Lo- is
1: Lonnie Love? That's one. the
0: real. Okay, okay. so the yeah. real
1: all dressed up uh, as pregnant celebrities for some reason. Like one of them was Cardi B. Which oh, I pregnant. love that. And one of them was Lil Nas X in this pregnancy photo shoot. I saw that like, picture. Yes, I saw
0: that picture and Brilliant. it's so funny. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a couple of days ago. I remember. Yeah, yeah, it was so good. Yeah. Um, so, is there any other news for idiots that I may have missed? I mean, did you not watch Mariah Carey's video? I
1: didn't because I just got back from
0: a concert. Oh well. Wait, what happened? Um, at nine o'clock. What? Uh, oh, I, hate, <laughs> I missed this. Sorry, at nine not o'clock. Not music video. No, but there was a date in the video. Okay. Tell, start from the beginning Okay so as I was This is why I was sitting outside Of your apartment For a little bit But I wasn't going in Because I was like Oh Mariah posted oh! And it's it's so funny It's You see three jack-o'-lanterns uh-huh. um, And It says Oh what does it say It's not time Or not yet Not time like, yeah, not yet Not time yet And, uh, and you see It's like a horror movie and you see her like with a, with a baseball bat but the baseball bat looks is decorated like a candy cane Jeez, of and, and she's like sneaking in the door and then she sneaks in and then she uh bashes the no. it's not time <laughs> to say it's time and then of course all i want for christmas is you start playing and for not even a full second there is a shot of a christmas present that says eleven five five so um i know we're gonna talk about bjork on thursday when we record we might also have to talk about something else because we don't know what's happening i mean there are
1: all right all right all right there are rumors there are new christmas songs there's rumored collaborations with kirk franklin uh and the clark sisters so like two gospel artists there's a rumored collaboration with khaled um and there's a rumored collaboration with Post Malone, which I don't want.
0: <laughs> okay, so are we doing like a full I, album? Because these are know. all rumors. That's it's, a lot of there's songs. There's also rumor there's going to be another Apple TV
1: special. Okay, and so maybe this is a single from that. I heard F- "Fall in Love at Christmas." That title has been thrown around in the Lamb community for a minute. I can't believe it's so soon. I, I can't believe you're telling me this. Like it's this. time.
0: She she bashed that pumpkin. It is oh my time. God. Okay. Well. Yeah. Okay,
1: well, okay, I need to watch the video, so we need to take a break. (laughs) So everyone, we'll be back with more Two Game Mats in a second. Okay. (laughs) Okay, we're back. (laughs) (laughs) I I watched it, it was amazing. Eleven five is happening. Eleven five It has to be a single. It's a Friday.
0: Yeah, it's a Friday. She's just putting out a fucking single. She's putting out a single. Jesus Christ. Merry Christmas. Merry Um, Christmas. It's Time it Ash is said it's it time. Is. It's time for what? Email my heart. Uh, yes,
1: that too. <laughs>
0: this is email my heart. This is the section of the podcast where we answer some questions that you guys might have. You can be a part of email my heart if you email us at two gay mats at gmail.com, dot spell T.W.O. So we got three emails this week and we're going to do them. Yes. Right. Uh, so first one comes to us from Helen. Helen says Christmas songs with a twist. Hi, Matt. I realize that Halloween will only just have passed when the next episode is out, but I have already been listening to a lot of Christmas music since my life has been a bit crap at the moment, and Christmas music is just designed to lift my spirits. Good for you. feel better. Your life's going to be great. Of course. Um... I also like Christmas music with a bit of humorous, edgy, or angry tinge mixed in with my classics for a bit of variety in my playlist. What's This from Nightmare Before Christmas, John Cozart's Progressive Christmas Carols, and All Time Lowe's Merry Christmas Kiss My Ass are staples to (laughs) me. I
1: have to listen to that.
0: Uh, My question is, are there any unconventional holiday songs that you have that maybe have a tinge of something other than pure seasonal joy? If so, what would they be? Happy Halloween! <laughs> oh, what do you think, Matt Steele? I don't think I do. I mean, the the ones I like think of off the bat are like the ones you hate, like <laughs> run, like Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Ugh. What about all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth? Like, is that a
1: no? I, okay. I mean, I'm a purist, so like I'm looking through my playlist now to see if I have anything that falls into that category. I mean, truly, those new Kelly Clarkson songs are angry, <laughs> so it's not like Run Run Rudolph. Like almost um, novelty song, angry, but it's it's not happy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I think that would fall into the category like a Merry Christmas, baby.
0: What about a uh, um, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus? Are you about, th- I, think that's I think that's a fun song. I think
1: that's as far as I'll go, you know, as, you know, I have a, a, a version of that on my playlist.
0: Yeah. Yes. You get a little child actor who can like belt his face off singing that. Right. It's always a hit. I'm looking through. I mean, maybe it's cold outside. Is that a, Novelty song. It's a little basic, <laughs> a little, but uh, yeah. I'm,
1: look, I'm trying my best. This is not for me,
0: yeah. I stick
1: to the standards, I really did not like the standard songs but the standard emotion. The emotion that feels to me is so pure. Okay, of the idea of like making it funny or angry in a non Kelly Clarkson way is hard for me.
0: But nope. yeah, you also like the Christina Aguilera, this year. Oh, that's funny. <laughs>
1: that is that is the comedy. The sexy Christmas songs. Come on. I'm not yeah. saying them no to that.
0: That's a classic that's song. That's a
1: classic. This yeah. year is, should be on the playlist just if you are wanting to feel ridiculous or feel sexy. Yeah, if you want Molly's a season. slutty Christmas. Yes.
0: Absolutely. I think I'll, that'll be my vote.
1: And there's even a line for that. Because remember Christmas Tree by Lady Gaga?
0: Yes Awful <laughs> that's, a, <laughs> that's a rough song oh. There's also the one you dislike uh, The Destiny's Child Ooh. Eight Days
1: of Christmas is bad Like truly I think that song Is maybe the worst thing Beyonce's ever been a part of
0: I mean Worse than Daddy
1: Oh I don't know <laughs> Daddy's creepier But it's got a cute little melody
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: My humble son To be
0: Like my daddy No I want my husband (laughs) (laughs) Horrifying It's a bad song Horrifying uh, so ne- and Helen, we hope you're feeling better. Yes. Uh, next question comes to us from Zoe. Zoe says, "Brandy Carlisle. Mm. Hi, Matt. I don't think I've heard you talk about Brandy Carlisle. Her new album in these silent days shouldn't be slept on. She is an amazing singer songwriter along with her bandmates, the Twins. Have you listened to any of her music before? If so, what's your favorite song? Love your podcast, Zoe. Oh, thank uh, so you. So our, uh, our friend Jimmy. It's Jimmy who really likes Brandy Carlyle. I believe Carlyle, so.
1: Right? That seems right. Yeah, he really like loves
0: Brandy. Brandi Car- Car- and Brandy Carlyle is an insanely talented. Unbelievable. Everything I've heard of Brandy Carlyle, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. She can sing. She's kind of like a lesbian Adele. Yeah, kind of I like, can see that. And, and not even so much in her like. She. It's not like she's like super piano balladry yeah. like Adele, but like it just feels like if Adele were a lesbian, she would make <laughs> things a little more produced, mm-hmm. you know, and it would sound like Brandy Carlyle. Totally, yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah, so I. I don't know much of Brandi Carlisle's uh, Music specifically but right. everything I've Heard I've liked I really like the joke I mean I
1: was gonna say didn't she do the joke on The Grammys or something when we were watching and I know
0: just, it was like, nominated for like I, Song of the Year or there
1: something. was some performance I Believe it was at the Grammys where she was Performing it and like the lyrics were all over the Stage and it was just like so Incredibly moving and mm-hmm. the vocal Performance was out of this world and I ha- Need to di- dive deeper into Her music because that song is so Excellent that performance was so excellent and just so beyond moving, like the best performance of that night. If it was the Grammys, I can't even remember what award show it was.
0: And the fact that she was able to make a song like about being bullied, like not, not cheesy. like yeah, <laughs> sad really, or anything. It's amazing. It's just like you better fucking sing. Yes. Like, yes, yes, absolutely. Another song that she wrote, uh, but Tanya Tucker sings on the country singer, Bring My Flowers Now, mm. which also I think was nominated for song of the year at the Grammys. A phenomenal song. How do? You, what's Beautiful it from? Song. Is it from like a movie or something? How do you know it? No, I I just know it because it was nominated for Song of the Year, oh. and I listened to like all the nominees. Oh, that's that nice. And so amazing, amazing, amazing song. And Tanya Tucker sounds amazing on it. Um, yeah. So, Brandy Carlisle is definitely one of those singers who every time I hear her, I'm impressed and I need to know more. And now Zoe gives a glowing recommendation on top of Jimmy's. I
1: mean, (laughs) Zoe and Jimmy, they're always right.
0: They've always got taste guys. True. So the next question comes to us from Susan. Susan (laughs) says, booster time. Hello, Matt. I got my booster on Friday purposely. Oh, you guys are so lucky. I, I want my freaking booster. I, we're in the cool club. Me Ugh. and Susan. Uh, I got my booster on Friday purposely as I knew I might get feverish like after second. I want to thank you for having older podcasts to listen to from before I learned about your podcast as I lived through the headaches, slash dullness and fevers. That's nice. I'm surprised that she enjoys like hearing my squealy voice <laughs> <laughs> when she has like a fever, but like, hey, Susan, you like what you like? Like, Whatever that, works. Well, I'm honored. Thank you. Um, it made me happier. What do you listen to or watch when you just need comfort while sick?
1: That's a great question. Mm. Um, I feel like comfort TV shows, obviously, Friends, 30 Rock, Happy Endings. I have been going back and watching old OC episodes just to, like, wind down sometimes. That's really nice. And there are podcasts that I like to listen to. Um, I don't know that i jump. It's hard because I keep up with them and they're out so often that I don't know that I would jump back into them. But one that I have not talked about before, I don't think, is a show called The Deep Dive uh, with Jessica St. Clair and uh, June Diane Raphael. And it's new-ish, so I don't know how old you're going to get. But they're not... Like topical episodes, it's really just them like updating on their lives and like really freewheeling in a way that is so lovely and not. It's not necessary that you like be up on the news of the week to really get into. So I could see myself being sick and like going back to old episodes that I'd forgotten because it's just they're so great and so lovely and like it's just great to hear their perspectives on like being a woman of a certain age in Hollywood in L.A. and uh, raising kids and you know parents' deaths like stuff that I have not experienced, but it's still just like. A lovely little window into the world. So I can't okay. recommend that one enough.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, so I rarely get sick, but when I get sick, I get sick. True. <laughs> like it's the world shuts this down. True. So I'm very much like when I'm not feeling well, I want to be closed off from everyone and everything. And mm-hmm. I don't want to hear noise. I don't want to oh, see wow. sights. Like I am if, so if I consume anything while I'm sick, yeah. it's very much, I'm down for like, a, a very, uh, slow tempo like chamber music. Oh, maybe. my God. Like, <laughs> like something with no words, no you talking. You act like you're dying. No singing. Yes. <laughs> like, like, that's how rarely I get sick. It's That's how hardcore it is like when I'm sick. It's mm. like we got a question a couple of weeks ago like what do you uh like in the morning, like early in the morning. Yeah. And I'm just like, nothing. I don't want to see or look anyone in the eye. Oh my God. And that's how it is when I'm sick. It's like, I don't want to hear noise. Sometimes, like, it comforts me to, like, make noise when I'm sick and, like, sing a little bit. But like sing in like a very low hum. Mm. So you know, I I create my own content when I'm sick.
1: (laughs) I am exhausted. I'm just such a natural
0: content creator. You know, right? Yeah. So some some anything that's sort of uh, low key and has no human voice in it.
1: Wow. <laughs> this is so serious. Yeah, like
0: um, uh, like a nice movie score, I'm very down for mm. if I'm sick, okay? Or not feeling well. Okay. Yeah, that's very random and weird, but you know, you got to do you. I got to do me. Luckily it's rare that this happens. <laughs> so Matt still have a question
1: for you. Yes. What has been giving you moments, darling?
0: So I think I've talked on the podcast about how I'm not really a sci fi kind of guy. You're not. I, I, not that I overly dislike it or anything. It's just, it's always very hard for me to wrap my head around. You know, like some people get it so quickly, yeah. like the plots of certain things, but like it takes a little longer in the sci fi genre for like the wires to connect in my brain. Yeah. Um, but I must say, Dune is pretty fucking glorious. A dune head in our meds. I I wouldn't say a dune head. I don't know. Let's get real. I only understood like 80% of it. (laughs) But uh, the thing is I saw it on IMAX because I was like, I'm seeing this on IMAX. And I scheduled my tickets like three days in advance. um, And because every time I tried booking for that night, it was Mm. just full. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do it days in advance. And so it was a huge-ass screen. It was mm. so loud. And I was like, yes! <laughs> and I was so scared for the first, like, hour and 20 minutes because so many things were happening, and it was thrilling and glorious, and, and everything was just so exciting, and I was really Yeah, why were you scared? Because I was scared that I wasn't understanding what was happening. <laughs> like, I was like, there's so much talk. And you know in sci-fi, like, every there's so much exposition like always in the beginning Mm. of any sci-fi thing and of course they're a speaking in languages that i don't understand using words like arrakis and atreyu and (laughs) like all these words and it happens so fast and so i'm always like ah i'm not understanding this Mm. b there are always like loud sounds happening a lot of stimuli so like you miss some dialogue naturally and also like a lot of the actors in sci-fis are always like, you know, British. <laughs> and so they have like an accent. So that makes it just like a little harder to understand. Um, especially like on a big screen, big movies sound a little muffled sometimes, especially when everyone speaks in the same tone. Yes, exactly. It's a little hard. So I always get very nervous during these types of movies um, that I, I'm not following the plot, but then like halfway through I was discovering, wait, 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 wait. I am understanding most of what is happening. Mm. And then by the end, I was completely like, I got that. I wow. got it. And, but even if you don't understand what's happening, it is so phenomenal. Like, wow. every, it was directed by uh, Denis Villeneuve. Okay. Who's okay. um, <laughs> uh, a French director? He directed movie Prisoners, which I love, mm. um, Arrival, which I love a lot. It's, and, uh, and, He's known for, like, every single shot, like, really being meticulous, and that, like, really comes through with this movie, especially because the movie had the budget to be able to do that with every single shot. Every single moment feels so important and so specific and so grand, but not done just for the sake of being grand. Oh, everything feels so intentional, um, which is probably why I followed it so well compared to like other some other sci-fi movies Mm -hmm. because, um, everything was intentional. They weren't just like throwing sparks on the screen just to sort of like create something. And I was like, what should I really be paying attention to here? It's like everything. The storytelling was like very clear and yeah. very good. And so I really loved it if if you are down for going into a movie theater and you want to see it I really suggest seeing it in a movie theater. It's 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 just great to have see like a such a giant movie on a giant screen again. And there was something about it that felt so gloriously 90s to me like there was something about it that felt so wonderfully like spielbergian Mm. um i don't know what it was i think it was because there weren't it wasn't really dependent on like battle scenes or computers like there weren't any like computers or like it didn't really delve too much into like special technology or whatever it was it was really just like the story being told and so so something about that it had, like, a nostalgic element to me. Okay. It, it felt so... So I really liked that aspect. The performances are all great. It's... I mean, I, I would say, like, go see it. But, like, most people are already. Right. So and it's speaking of Zendaya,
1: hit. you blink and you miss her?
0: <laughs> That's she, what I heard. <laughs> she is... Uh, I she will be featured more in the second movie Great. in two years. Yes, but uh, she she uh, comes more so in the ends. Okay. Uh, she has like a couple scenes and everything. But All right. but yeah, she's not in it that much. So yeah. if you're a huge Zendaya stand, still see it. But you might have to wait two years for her to get her big scene. Got it. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's wonderful. Okay. Yeah, I recommend it to uh, anyone. All right, I love that. Yeah. Uh, well, for me, I
1: got to say the book I mentioned, Not All Diamonds and Rosé by Dave Quinn, is an oral history of the real housewives from those who lived it. And I was not going to buy this book initially because it essentially. OK, there's this guy named Brian Moylan who wrote a book that is essentially the same thing. But And uh, while he was writing it, pitched the idea to Bravo and was like, OK, oh, will work on this together. And then Bravo was like, yeah, let's do it. But we want like so much credit from this and mm. uh, so much payment from this. And we have to like basically sign off on everything included in this book. And so anything like that, we don't like, you can't put in it. Wow. Like, well, no, I'm not going to do that. He puts out his book. It does well, but behind his back after they got this pitch and he passed, they basically made this book and like reached out to a guy to be like, we want you to write this same book essentially with our backing. And we'll have the housewives on record. And we have like basically sent emails to all the housewives saying they cannot speak all record on record to Brian Moylan. So it's like, the way it came about is kind of fucked up, is all I'm saying. Wow. Which I believe I, you know, like both of them, I don't think that Dave Quinn is at fault, but the problem machine can be a little iffy. Sure. That said, the way that this book is put together is so fucking fascinating and brilliant. It like cuts between these interviews between the different housewives and Andy Cohen and producers on the show and like showrunners and things so brilliantly. It moves From city to city, every chapter is a different city, and it goes in complete chronological order. It's like, oh, well, in season two, like this person was demoted to a friend. I
0: love a chronological order moment. It is
1: great. And Mm -hmm. you get everything you ever wanted. You get so much like information and like behind the scenes stuff, and just like what the producer's thoughts were at certain points, and how like housewives feel about Andy and Andy and how he feels about them. And you know, there was a point that I really enjoyed where Andy Cohen said that. about Jill Zarin like at the time she was a nightmare to work with like season four when she was let go she would admit to that uh, she had become so outsized who she originally was but like lately she's really been like had her head on straight and I would like to work with her
0: again mm-hmm. I'm like bring that
1: Oh, my God. I just foresee it happening. But anyways, even though there were some people that did not want to be a part of it, like Nene Leakes and Bethany Frankel, like so many people around them are telling the story so well, especially in the Atlanta chapter, because uh, the producer of Atlanta Housewives during its best seasons, Carlos King, is interviewed and is talking about how, you know, he knew that Nene was a star from Jump and like just basically so much behind the scenes stuff. And uh, the Jersey chapter is really great. Even chapters on shows that I've not like been as obsessed with like Jersey are so interesting because it's like I knew the high level points of this. And to get like some of that filled in and some of those questions answered, it's just really nice. It is like a... I want to say it's close to 500 pages, and I sped through it.
0: Damn. Like I read it in, like,
1: a week. And I'm not a speed reader. I am not, you know, a bookish person I've never seen a
0: book in your hand. Hello.
1: Thank you. And so, but this one, I couldn't put it down. Wow. I would, like, wake up. Like, sometimes I wake up earlier than my alarm or earlier than I need to at work as well. Just sit in the living room and read this fucking oh, book. Ugh, I was, it's brilliant. Gross. It's brilliant. <laughs> it was brilliant. I was so happy. Oh, waking up early. I mean, I didn't mean to wake up early, but if the, the worst thing. To me, then waking up early by accident is staying in
0: bed when you're not, like,
1: asleep or trying, like, really sleeping and just, like, lying there. It's like, I want
0: to die. Oh, that's literally how I spent, like, a fifth of my life. I (laughs)
1: hate that. If I'm awake and, like, not doing, like, and it's like, there's only so much you can look at on your phone. I would like to be up and in the world. Like, I just hate just lying there just like, oh. Thinking and doing nothing.
0: That's how I spend like the first hour of my day. It's just laying and like in drifting in and out of like consciousness. Awful. uh, Awful. That's
1: how I do it. No, I like to be productive. It takes me a
0: long time to wake up. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's become clear, I feel. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: But yes, I cannot recommend that enough. And also, just one more bravo note every reunion doesn't need to be four parts, guys. Like, They made that Beverly Hills Housewives one, four parts. And I was excited because the only other one was Atlanta season nine, which had a huge bomb dropping at the end of season three. So I felt like maybe it was going to be worth it. I would say parts two and three of Beverly Hills could have been one part. And we're going to get part four. But I just am like, and then the Potomac one, it was announced that that one's going to be four parts. And it's like, you're doing four parts on this Potomac season and not the Candace Monique
0: season? The fact that like now they feel the pressure to make so many reunions, four parts. So like you're realizing this just makes that one four-part reunion so much less. Exactly, special, you know? and it's like if you had and that was four. Parts. And the time
1: for Potomac to have four parts was last year. What you know, like there was stuff that happened this year, of course, and Nicki Minaj is going to come on at the end of the Potomac reunion, which is exciting. But the biggest story in uh, Potomac Housewife's history was all last year. So if you really wanted to have a deep dive on that. You had the footage for it then, like now is not the time. So yeah. whatever. Maybe I'll eat my words and say they were the best episodes of all time, but I don't foresee it. stuff, stuff happened, but it was just like a normal housewife season. Give them two or three called a day. Okay. Um, so I think that's it.
0: Okay. Well, also another giving me moments that's real short. Yeah. Did you watch that new House of Gucci trailer? I did. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely wild. I cannot it's crazy. wait. It is bat shit crazy crazy. it might be my favorite trailer of this year and the first trailer I liked and I was like oh yeah yeah." this looks like fun this second trailer whoever made that trailer deserves a shake of my the question
1: remains is the movie going to be good? sure why not? (laughs) I don't know it just looks
0: very big yeah that means it's going to be great you know what else is big? Dune Seems
1: big in a different way. Maybe it'll be wonderful and lovely. You know what else is big? Devos. Yes, it is. And maybe it'll be wonderful and lovely, but I just. I still have doubts, is all I'm saying.
0: I have no doubts. I'm gonna enjoy all three and a half hours of this. See, this is
1: what I mean. This is literally the same problem as the Bravo reunions. It doesn't three and a half
0: hours. It needs to be three and a half hours.
1: No, it doesn't. After that
0: trailer, I'm like, I could sit through five hours. You're gonna
1: you're gonna this is gonna bite you in the ass. You're gonna see this movie like (laughs) that was too fucking long. Listen,
0: Ridley Scott has made about five million movies. Uh He deserves a movie that's five million hours. And it might as well be the movie that has Lady Gaga in it doing an (sighs) Italian accent. Yes, a thick one yeah right. Oh real thick <laughs> oh, incredible I'm uh, so excited for well, it I'm glad you're excited
1: um, well I think that's it from me Matt Steele do you have anything else to tell the people I don't think I
0: do okay. have a happy Halloween yes
1: I hope you had a safe Halloween and you're ready for the holiday season you're ready for Friday when there's a new Mariah single apparently
0: yeah I'm exhausted already. I know. We got because we'll listen to Bjork. Yes, and new Mariah. Yes, that's a, that's a week of it's a week. That's a week of a lot happening. It very is. very different ends of a spectrum. It's true. It's true. But,
1: um, hey, we'll deliver. We will, and we love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with Two Game Mats, the podcast. Bye. Bye.